0: D. Evercard of Sports Center on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to the Sports Center Show here on Scarlet Bay Community Radio in association with Dirk Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the tuning there. And on today's show, it's hurling and camogie. And first of all, we're starting off with camogie. We'll be joined by former Clare manager, Tricia Grady, as she goes through the various games over the weekend. And we'll be joined also by Tulloch manager Eamon Kelly and a member of the Blyke management in Cayman, Tracy, as we discuss their prospects for this weekend. And now we're joined on the line by former Clare Camoggi manager, well known to us here on Scarab Baker News Radio. Always very good to give up our time. Uh, Trish O'Grady, you're welcome once again.
1: Thanks,
0: Leo. Good to hear from you. Trish, I suppose, look at uh, two weekends down in in the Championship and what's your take in it so far? Twists and turns unexpected, as you'd expect in a Championship.
1: Oh yeah, just listen, um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot has happened over and you were only two rounds, two rounds into the game, like, in, into the championship, um, and a lot, of, there's a lot of teams putting up their hands, like you know, I know I did a preview there for um, Owen Brennan there recently, and I'd say my predictions are going to go out the window already, really, to tell you the truth, of course, no um mm. Um, no it's gonna it's it's going to be, it's a, it's going to be a very very competitive championship it's like you know I've seen a few of the games not all of the games you know they're all kind of aligned around the same time it's very hard to get to, to get them out i we've seen the newras game um, as away last weekend but from reports and that um as well as some of the star for game against Titian Budike. and um uh but gosh, I'm telling you like this um it's it, it's going to be a very very interesting championship and as the weeks roll on now, with the, in in both groups, um, it, it
0: it's all to play for. Yeah, and starting, I suppose, with the group, with with as you said, you were at the Kilkishen Bride, um, Scariff game, and I suppose Scariff have also uh, beat in Saint Josephs, and they would have probably been, been expected maybe to win those games, but really, yeah. it's still as is like Newmarket were turned over by uh, Kilkishen which really opens up the, that group once more, Trish.
1: Oh, it totally opens up that group. There's a lot of permutations, ifs and buts after that. From a new market perspective, they just have to go out and they have to win against Garra Fagunala if they have to keep their championship hopes hopes alive, like really. And that's like ruling out Likishan Budik and Kilmailey, um, who have it all to play for also. And and like there's so many permutations there, um, in terms of who wins what games, and it could come down to head to head, their scoring aggregates in in any in any shape or form. Like you know, if um if certain results are are borne out, like you know um, I know Saint Josephs are still in, in in that group also. Like they they could spring a surprise. So like you know last week you had you had um uh, the bridge and and troop was a very competitive game. Uh, no true run away the troops Lara won out and it was a five point but the, the the game of the, the game of the championship so far appears to have been the iron kill and Fickle and and for me um, and fe are, are not a surprise like are a team coming um and who's the stage won't be this year
0: yeah and we've kind of we've kind of uh, uh, aligned to that fact that you know fi played kingdom in round one and obviously there was a one point defeat you know, a yeah. one point victory, it wouldn't go beyond expectation that that couldn't that could turn out to be the final at the end of the tournament as well.
1: Oh, it could well be like uh, most definitely, like you know, just um, but it's very hard to rule in and rule out anyone now. To tell you the truth, and I just do I think the weather is going to pay, uh, be a factor um, yeah, going forward. Point. Now yeah. that now that it has turned, like you know, and you know, Komogi now somewhat like the hurling. And I'm not a huge fan of it, it is considered a possession game, but it's a possession game in the summertime, it's it's easier to hold position in the summertime than it is in in a kind of a wet windy day, you know, or a heavy ground day and turnovers and, and and all of that, like you know, in most teams. The only team I haven't seen I, I haven't seen playing the position game is Annie and they seem to want to play the ball very fast into the forwards. Like, you know, they, they don't launch these aimless balls down. Like, you know, they're, they're, quite, preci- they're quite precise in what, they, what they're doing. Like, you know, but they get the ball into the forwards quite fast. And they have very fast wingers. And, um, you know, a lot of work rate right around there. All the other teams seem to be walking through the lines. And I think it could be a very dangerous game um, coming into the conditions that we probably may get over the next few weeks. Now, I think coupled with that, what, having watched the game that I've watched, I think the, and I won't be thanked for saying this, I think the referee is a bit fussy <laughs> as well. And, um, the free takers are going to come into play and who's that, who's, um, you know, that, now in Camogan, in hurling, it is, the free taking is a very, um, you know, you, you rely on your free takers mm-hmm. to get, you know, to get a high percentage of scores. But
0: um, I have said, I don't want to be overly critical of referees, but it has been fussy for the games that I've seen. They, they
2: could be critical, Trish, Trish but, of the uh, But Trish, Trish speaking, speaking of, of the refs, and that, I, I I saw the second half of the Fecal Killinga, and the, the Killinga more game after the Scarif game. And uh, in fact, he let an awful lot go. It was a very physical game and, and a great game to watch. The second half that I saw anyway, but then I saw other matches, as you say, it was very fussy. But going back to... And What you say about the weather's corrected, but I just want to hit one point off you there, which I think I, I keep noticing lately when we're summing up the Camogie senior championship. And that is, there seems to be five, six, or maybe seven teams you can really make a case for that might be in the final or win it, which is probably unusual in clear Camogie history. I'm sure, you draw us two yeah. or three, but is, is this unusual in the position? And is this a very good sign of the game in the county that we're at a level high standard, or is it that we're at a level slightly lower standard than we should be? You know, I try to get that. Is it good that it's so competitive? You know, from a clear point of view.
1: Oh, I think it is, and I think that's borne out, like even in the last few years, with the likes of Scarifogunolo and 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 Kilimona Kilamona, like um, doing very 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 well in the in the provincials, which actually brought up the rest the standards of the rest of the clubs, like you know, also. And um, I, I do I think it's a great thing. I think you know predictions that we've been making for the last couple of years, you know, you're kind of nearly sure of what you're. The semi-finals, the four teams in the semi-finals. Whereas you have two matches played in each group now, and you are, well one match in, in in group two, and two matches played in, in most of group one, and you, you're there saying you don't know who's going to come out of it. Like really, based on on on, on the results of the of the games that have been played, like and what you have seen of of players, and there's different players kind of you know the girls shining through now. I, 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 you know, taking year in like Shabon Lennon there for but i like is is plen- is plen- very very well Please. um she was a girl like you know that played the Paris last year but like it's really kind of showing up as a leader it looks like you know same happens in, in kimellile there's certain girls there the Kelly girl is playing very very strong Mogi um like i i can go through all the teams like you know and you'll pick out young players like you know that are that are stepping up yeah. so i think <clears> it's great <throat> to see and i'm sure like when people killing in I was just looking at their team lists there i mean there's some there's some fantastic players there like you know that will mature and are going to age and a year is a a big you know people say like you know it'll take a couple of years like you know one year year two can be a very can reveal an awful lot about a player
2: yeah absolutely and Trish another thing you mentioned correctly there about the partners of free takers particularly as we go late in the year and you know more stoppages and more more frees than that but the other position in the field I think is very very important as it always has been but I think particularly now with such a close a close um, proximity between all those teams. That is the goalkeeping position. And I think the teams that have a reliable goalkeeper who makes very few mistakes, it doesn't have to be too spectacular, but just makes few mistakes, will be, will yeah. be in a great position in comparison to, you know, other so over goalies. And I, there's no point in going into names. So I'm just saying it's such a vital position as we go late in the year as well, the goalkeeper as well as your free taker.
1: Oh, it is, yeah. Like, and it's a game, like, you know, where there's. <laughs> There's no recourse, like you know, to you, you, you make a mistake there, and you goose really nine times out of ten, and yeah. yeah, it is like, like I think in general, like you know, I know you've been, pre, been preaching it, like you know, the teams gone down the years, like you know, your goalkeeper and your your free takers, that the two most important positions on the field, like you know, Um they're really standalone standalone positions, like you know, and you're 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 showing up if you if you don't perform in those areas, or you and you're blamed if you don't perform in those areas, rightly or wrongly, like you know. But um, yeah, it does. Like you know, puck out. They got very tactical now, and you know that you have to You have to be kind of flawless in your distribution of the ball in terms of you know. Your pick out, your puck out, like you win your puck out. Even though a lot of times now they're letting you win your puck out, but I don't think that that's conducive for for um, for for winter hurling, so to speak. And then I suppose autumn hurling more so than winter hurling, like you know. But um, the ground is getting soft, like you know. It's very unforgiving, like you know those positions, which and you're just going to have to. Those they're going to be very very important as as the championship goes on.
0: And Trish, turning to this weekend's games, In obviously they're very important games all around and they're go- really going to probably define the groups, really. And we'll yeah. start off with, with Scarfagunlo and Newmarket and Ferguson. Scarfagunlo coming on the win over um, Kilkish and, and St Joseph's. Newmarket coming on the back of a good win over Kilmalee the first night and, and not doing so well and by their standards last week. A good win for Kilkishenbarike in fairness, turned the whole thing around. How do you see this one going, Trish?
1: I think this is going to be the most interesting from that group is going to be the most interesting game this weekend even though I know I've actually yeah, Kilkishan or um, Himalaya wrote against Dürer um, um, yep. yeah and Kilkishan but I a buy this weekend yeah, I think this is this is going to define market year to a degree I think like really they, they're they going to have to come out now all guns blazing in order to qualify if they lose their championship is over that's the way I see it because um but and um, I think will um, whichever way that goes um, I think both will probably be too strong for St. Joseph's I hope I'm not being too harsh on St. Joseph's in that I think St. Joseph's are, have the other uh, problem with they have a lot of footballers as well so they're going to be playing on alternative days like uh, Saturdays and Sundays but um yeah, this is going to be this is going to be interesting. You aren't expecting they've no they've no other choice than to come out in hurl and that's to, and, and like it, I'm not saying that they didn't come out in hurl against Tuition, but I, I think the better team from and I wasn't that it, but from every report I've got. Very good people that, that go to games that would have a good knowledge, a knowledge on it. Like you know, K- Kish and I, were full value for the win, your market probably would have flattered themselves to, if they kind of and it wasn't beyond the beyond them at the on the day to probably get a, to get over the line and, and maybe rob a win there. But that in the past, there's no point talking about that. I think your market have it all to do. Um, on late, Gareth Gonalow are happy enough with with the four points, like you know and. But uh, I, I can't see that. I think that yes, Gareth and Scarfagunalo are probably want to get back to the top. They were Munster champions two years ago without probably easily last year. Um and I don't like saying that either, but you know, we all expected them to to be in defending, defending their defendant defending the Munster title and their and their and their um and their country championship last year. They were caught and um you uh, and um, was Newmarket not Gareth out of the championship last So there'll be motivation for Gareth to to take one over back over on Newmarket. Um Asking me for a prediction? Oh, good God, I I don't know. Um
0: Looks I like you're going, Looks like you're going for the draw, Trish.
1: Mm-hmm. I would I'd say like, well no, that could be <laughs> I wouldn't put it I would that would create another permutation if they were yes, sure. to tell you the truth mm-hmm. like you know but listen I think getting both teams are capable of beating each other but you have to say the form is with Garofa like you know but um, that does like you know you're, you're still going to have to come out on the day Um, I think and know your market have been injury you know the last lot of injuries there um, and they've been trying uh, with players kind of they're rehabbing and hoping to get them back or whatever. Um, I have no idea what Terfel are doing unless like, you want to kind of reveal that to me. I might. There's a lot. of I keep to, I keep five or, or five or six, five or six new players in
0: in this year. Five or six young players in. So it's a kind of big ask for them. It's a new one, new kind of a championship for them as well. So it's very much in the in the mix, isn't it? It,
1: it is really. It is. Yeah. And. Um, it, it, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game. Like, and from all, from my own perspective in Newmarket, watching Newmarket, made from Newmarket, listen, they have to they have to pull it out of the bag. Like you know, um, and um probably a good learning for them now is like you know to get into a battle. Um, if, if they are to go forward, I think they're going to have to battle their way out to battle their way out through the group and no slip ups because they've made a slip up from their perspective. They didn't turn up against Kilkishin, but like, they're now fighting for their lives to stay in the Championship. So listen, they've done it in County, fi- county semi finals. They have to do it one game earlier this year, as far as I can see. But even, and even at that, and that's just like, stay in the Championship, just, that's, you get nothing other than staying in the Championship. That's the only prize they're going to get out of that, out of that, um, out of that match on Saturday.
0: St. Johnson and Kilmealy, I suppose, talent into intents and purposes, uh, Trish, this looks like uh, Kilmeny all the way.
1: Uh, it does, yeah. It does. As I say, it, like you know, Saint Josephs are probably they're doing very well. Like they're they're competing in um in in, in the senior for the last couple of years, and they're, they're probably holding their own more at the lower end, like you know. But um, I think they they just have too many football. I think I think nearly all fifteen of our, and whatever up they bring on, they all play football. So I think it's 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 it, a duel a duel yeah. is very very hard very, very hard to keep going whereas other clubs have only a few players that are doing the duel. I think when you have a large proportion of the players, it's very, very difficult and tillelli, I think they will be hopping from their first round loss against us. They didn't perform. It wasn't that they um well not that they didn't perform they you know it was a very it was a game that was very, very tight and your market pulled away and got a few scores and um, there's a bit of daylight between ourselves and Kilmele. Uh Kilmeley will come back with a bang, and I think probably St. Joseph's will be
0: probably
1: it, be the
0: receiving end of that, yeah. Trish, the game, another game that has potential to be the game of the weekend, and I suppose really it's probably a do or die game maybe for both here, is Kilnane and True klanleira and this is one that could really go either way
1: this definitely this, this is intriguing this game i think and um i think it's on down in Ogunalo. i was just getting pictures there that's right there it's there, right, on that's right, 3 o'clock yeah, yeah. It's on down in Ogunalo. um that's that, that's going to be that's it's going to be very intriguing now trocks i think trocks league performance i during the league i haven't i didn't see them playing against six mile bridge they i think the Bridge went in toe to toe with them up until the last water break um and i think it was the last in the last the last quarter shall we say that uh, the troop pulled away and put a bit of daylight between themselves and, uh, and Six Mile Bridge. But um I think during the league this year when they had all their intercounty players they looked very, very good for me. Good good to me. They looked like a different team, very organized team. Again they're a team that's that's playing the short session, running off the shoulder at Grand in the summertime. Um Fiekel, Fiekel, like we'll have young ones coming in here and they'll be after getting so close to Aineke Limona. Confidence won't be an issue there. And, and they have very, very good forwards. Um, I probably, I, I, my only, my only fear there is that maybe defensively they may leak a little bit more to, to, to Truke. Um, more so than how their forwards will get and would give the nod slightly. To, to true, but listen, I wouldn't beat be my words afterwards if if um, if Diego Kilenena an pulled it off because I think um, they went toe to toe with Andy Kilimona and um.
2: they only pulled it off lack like of experience. I think caught him in the injury yeah, in the last five minutes. Yeah. yeah, definitely did. Yeah, they, they, they didn't slow the game down. They kept playing the game fast, about two or three points up. And they kept playing a nice open play. And, I mean, they needed to go down a couple of injuries and have a few sidelines, and if you will. But anyway, and then they gave away a soft 45 to, to lose it. But look, having said that, um, you know, they, they, were, they were full of, you know, pride in their performance. But I think they're, they're not looking on that as an All-Ireland final. They want to go further. So it'll be a fascinating game. True yeah, of oh, yeah. a fantastic squad as well. So it's really is the making of a really good match, actually.
1: Yeah, and like I know, there's a lot of experience there in Troc. Yeah, absolutely. I think Truk are on a mission. Like you know, they're like they've been the bridesmaids been knocked out of semi-finals for the last few years, and I do believe that they're on a mission. There, it seemed very, very organised. But having said that, Troc have, down through the years, done their best hurling in the group games, and then kind of come the last when they get into the business side of it. They're um, they. You know they're kind of not even the best of themselves, so um, I think they'll be trying to write that. And you know they're they're an up and coming team. They do have a conveyor belt of underage talent coming in. They'll be adding to their team. I know Washington Begley is out in Cruci which is a big loss for them, but they seem to be able to fill. There seems to be a lot of players coming through there. There's um that have that have ability.
0: Yeah, and finally, Trish, the bridge and Inderkinlwm, and I suppose again to uh, Inderkinlwm, you know, will be probably sharpened up by that first match and that Friday they got against Fiekelina you would expect them to put their second two pints on the board here yeah
1: yeah you would and I know that I think Andy Killamone are and not taken from any player that was selected that they, they played without Andrea O'Keefe and, and um, Michelle um, Meskal like you know they're two pivotal players and and, and, and yeah, and the loss of Michelle Meister probably led to a little bit of re around. They didn't have direct replacements. I think Sinead Quinn went back in, in, in full-back and and that. So, and Andy, Andrea O'Keefe went on form. Oh, my God, she's, of theory, she's yeah. capable of, of, of doing anything. Andy, and in fairness, when Andy is on form and Andy is playing well, or even Andy is just on the team, they seem to kick like I whether she's available injury or away or what, I'm not too sure. But I do believe that she will if, when she comes back and herself and Michelle, you know, they will they will they'll they'll um they'll be they'll be back to the old Anakin Lamona like, you know, with your, you've got your Etha Geans, your Claire Hair and you know, there's I can be naming there, like, you know, they'll roll off the tongue the players and not even just there, just the high profile players, like you know, the players there. Yeah, other players are there that are
0: not shrinking violence and are very, very good. Yeah, and indeed. Look at it makes for well, an interesting weekend, Trish. And look at we look forward with relish to the games and look at we look forward to getting your viewers again in the very near future. Trish you it it. as always, thanks very, very much.
1: No bother, thanks. Les. Well, no bother.
0: Thank you. Once again, thanks to Trisha Grady for taking the time to talk to us. And now we change from the camogie uh, to the hurling. And what a weekend we have in, in Clare hurling this weekend. A couple of senior championship games going ahead. But the most important hurling this weekend here in East Clare is the intermediate championship. And first of all, we're going to be joined by the manager and coach of the Tuller team, uh, a man from Kildangan. Kildangan going very well down in, in Tipperary. in all codes of holding down there, and this man tried to bring his prowess well known as manager of different teams over counties and going bringing his prowess to Tuller as Toller take on Six Mile Bridge uh, this weekend in the championship. Uh, this man is Eamon Kelly. Eamon, you're welcome to Scarf Bay Community Radio.
3: Thank you very much.
0: Eamon, look at I, um, I suppose that you, you had a in the group games, you had a handy group, really. I suppose you know, a couple of games that you were expected to win. You had the run out against Killaloo the last day. It was a, a free hit, as they say, like in the in the cricket, it was a free hit. And uh, I suppose you now this weekend, look at his do or die against Six Mile Bridge. How do you see how have your preparations gone, Eamon?
3: Listen, the preparations are, have been okay uh, with injuries, <coughs> unfortunately. Um, Lee McInerney went over anything the last day, hasn't tried since. Fergal Kearney didn't play the last day he's not back and Connor Murphy is gone to is gone over the country for six months on Erasmus so there's a fair hole in our team and, and like Niall Golden has been injured all year so we're not sure how he is but aside from that the guys that have been training are training well I suppose the stakes are getting higher now anyway there's no no more chances whoever loses is out and uh, we know the, the task ahead of us uh, with Six Mile Bridge like if you have Good blend of of youth and experience, and guys trying to have had the senior senior experience, and you have guys that are, are trying to, to make their senior team, and they're a huge club, and um, so like we we're under no illusion task ahead of us.
0: And I suppose, I mean, it's a big advantage, uh, you know, for a team like the Bridge, and as you said, look at the a lot of them will have aspirations of making the senior team. There's no doubt in the in the very near future, you know, and to playing with Leeds you know, as senior team, and you know, it really brings up the standard of training, I Eamon
3: Oh definitely, definitely. I, I was involved with six Mile Reach a few years back so I know how how the club and how how professional they are, you know. And um like I have I've seen we've led them in the league uh, this year now when we were in we were in the league with them and senior clubs and they, they gave us a good games. game as we got the whole year. So like we we, we know that if we're not at our very best, uh, that um we'll come out second best
0: and Eamon yeah, I, mean, I suppose going back to the, as we said going back to the group games there and really you know uh, two of the games really were you know you were expected to win the last day against Smith O'Brien's it could have gone it could have gone either way you know the they, Pip G Indian, good game to learn about a good game to learn more about your team though Eamon yeah,
3: yes it well, just let you know the standard that you need to get to um, the Smith O'Brien's are a good side and um, they're very even and which was, for a game that was in some ways they rubber it was very competitive and and um, Like we 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 found out a few weak points we had that day that we need to to address going forward and um, you know, like I know every, every team you play from now on is going to be at that standard.
0: And I suppose, I Eamon, looking at Toller as well, you know, and obviously the new development is is going and, and and making progress there. And you know, I suppose that signifies what's happening with the with the team and and the field of play as well. So look, at, I know that Toller will be looking to put a big performance. You know, they were pipped a uh, You know, they they were pipped by the eventual winners, as uh, Scariff last year. You know, and I know that hurt him. So look, there will be there's no doubt it it will be very easy to motivate Tuller for this weekend.
3: And listen, they 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 realise the task ahead of them, and from a motivational point of view, you you not need it at this time of the year, you know. And um, they they have trained well. They're a very very genuine uh, bunch of guys, uh, as good as I've ever been involved with. they meant to be honest. But uh, with that said, uh, you need to bring it on the day, you know, because uh, there's no second chances after this weekend.
2: Hey Ben oh, sorry, just a quick one there. Just the deterioration in weather there in the last days, and and, and, and that, you know, does that. Uh, does that kind of um, control how you train the way you want to play I mean you know, I played one way in fine weather which we had a few weeks ago does that kind of dictate how you set up the team to play and, and how they'll approach the game and play the ball up the field and stuff like that
3: uh, listen it's, it's only about you know <laughs> you you can only control the control we know the weather is going to change we're not going to be changing enough That what we have been doing the whole year it's about you know going out to, to try to get the best out of yourself every day you know and and uh, to answer your question will we, be change, we won't be changing anything major because of the weather other yeah. than that uh, you know you, you try uh, you know whether it is gear or whatever it is that you, you're, you're best prepared uh, when well in advance
0: and Eamon looking at the at the Tulla team and you know you've great leaders all over the field from Dan Vahan in goals and I suppose to the two well-known players uh, David McInerney and, and, and Dara Curry but outside of them you know there is a good mix in Tulla, uh, Eamon there
3: really, is you look at Paul Lynch and 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 Sean Torpy they, they were on the, 2017, and and you know and, and they're they're age and they're uh, as probably as good a clubman as I've ever seen anywhere, right? They they really they they train harder than, than any young players out there. They set the tone, and um, they're, they're natural leaders, you know, and um, and you know some of the younger guys are probably there for their first year, with Shawnee Whittaker and Jimmy and. Jimmy O'Gorman who has Lee McInerney they're probably all within their first year you know and it's great to have the like of them guys around them so you know it, it's the mix is good but uh, we all are aware of the mix that uh, Six Mile Bridge would have you know
0: Yeah and there's no doubt Six Mile Bridge uh, are going to be a, form, a formidable challenge Eamon and, and I suppose where do you see the, you see the game really being won and lost it
3: isn't. It's all down to who makes the less mistakes on the day um, you know because you read. That the one thing I've seen. If you mistakes, we made against, uh Smith O'Brien, they punished us. Right. So it's about trying to make sure that each team are up for the battle, and and, and whoever concedes these mistakes on the day is probably going to have a big say in it, You know, and that's that's where it's going to be. Like the Mile bridge, they have, you know, they have Kevin Lynch and they have the, the brothers, there, Cahill and Sean, they have you know they have the two Carries up front, they have. They have a great blend of, of of experience and and youth youth that are keen to to push on to be senior hurlers. So it's we like they're they're an exceptional side and we know that Unless we're on our very best, we won't be competitive. And as was well. so all, we try to do is try stick to our game plan the best we can be best as best we can and and <coughs> make as least mistakes as we can on the day.
2: Yeah, I mean, you've been involved in different teams, as Leo said at the introduction there, but you know, in Clare, the intermediate seems to be very, very hard to get out of, and I'm sure that's the same in other counties. Is that how you find it, that clubs who come down to intermediate from senior can often find it really, really hard to get out of that grade because it's so competitive in many counties, and I presume in Clare as well? Oh,
3: yeah, definitely. You know, I've seen it with our own, we were intermediate for a long, long time. You yeah, know, that's right. Yeah. to step up, and you know, it is quite difficult. And actually, what you will actually find is. For the team that comes up from intermediate, there's not an awful difference between the the, the top intermediate <coughs> teams and and the average senior teams, yeah. right? Okay, there might be a big, it might be really a step to the very top level. It might take them a while to get there. So, like you look at any team that comes down, they don't automatically come back up. That will tell you, you know, that yeah. it, it is very very competitive. And suppose if you really ask anybody in Tuller, they come down a few years ago and they're finding it, you know, they're still down there. So it's, it's difficult to get back up.
0: Yeah and I suppose Eamon you could as we said taking on Six Mile Bridge and the bridge will be you know they were coasting in their group as well and next thing they were turned over by, by Tober the last night and that's a big learning experience to them so there's no doubt they'll come all guns blazing as well Eamon
3: Oh definitely, definitely. I mean I'd be a lot happier if they won me twenty points last <laughs> night, you know. So they've got they've yeah. got their wake up call, you know, and they're, they're going to they're going to become prepared. So this is what all we can do is concentrate on ourselves and make sure that we can try to get uh, the best performance we can in the day and see where that takes you. And if you do that, I think you 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 have a foundation that you come back from, you know. But if you go out and you don't perform, like that's that's very, very hard to take and hard to come back from.
0: There's no doubt about like that. Eamon Kelly, thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarf Bake News Radio. We wish you, the men, rest of the management, and all the players the very best of luck in their uh, your battle with Six Mile Bridge. And hopefully, that the East Clare team will come out victorious in the end. Eamon Kelly, thank as always, thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. And once again, thanks to Eamon Kelly for taking the time to talk to us here uh, regarding Tullis' preparations for their game against the bridge. And now we move over the road, we come over closer uh, here. We move. We stop in the parish of Bodyke. And we're joined by a member of the management team as we like prepare for their game qualifying against St. Joseph's. We're joined by Cayman uh, Tracy, man, who's given great service on and off the field to Bodike. Cayman, welcome to Scarf Bay Community Radio.
4: Thanks very much, Leo. Thanks very much, Pat. Cayman, good to see you. First time uh, caller, long term listener. It's great well, to be here. Good,
0: good, Cayman. So good to have you, yeah. Cayman, very, very busy weekend. And look at, after all the games they have gone all, on all year and all the preparation, he's down to uh, tomorrow's game against St. Joseph's. I suppose many people's favourites uh, at the outset for winning the championship. It's familiar ground for Budeik, and you know the, the the gap has closed between St. Joseph's and Budeik. Have uh, Budeik done enough to close the gap even further, Cayman?
4: sure not surely, to be honest. But um, look, it's a great opportunity for Budeik, and it's a great opportunity for Josephs to get into the semi-final of a county championship. You know, the intermediate championship traditionally has always been an incredibly hard one to win. So the opportunity is there for both teams and like uh you no know, everyone knows that Joseph's would be favourites, like you know, that they're they would be traditionally a good senior team and everything else and they'll want to prove themselves that they can get back there. But look, we we have a, a quiet ambition too that we want to prove ourselves and we want to bring ourselves forward as well, like you know, so we're we're looking forward to the challenge tomorrow, you know.
0: And Cayman, St. Joseph's we hold no fear for but like, you know, but I like, always play Invariably play well against Saint Josephs, you know. The, as we said a couple of years ago, the gap was was rather wide last year. You know, with a bit of luck, it could have been it could be an even, a like victory, you know, he won't hold any fear for. But like, it's a game that they're go, really going to relish.
4: No, uh, no, yeah, like, especially at this stage, like you know, you, you really have to embrace the fact that you're in a quarter final of a championship and you've a semi final there to. Uh, to play for and uh, like we know how good Josephs are but like you have to set up your team to go out and win a game as well and
2: uh,
4: whether they hold we hold fear of them I think at this stage now it's uh, it's time to let off the shackles a bit and and, and go for the win you know Mm -hmm. Um, and like if, if you were to go, with, say, with the talent that Joseph's had available to him and even even you see they've, they've beefed up their backroom team and everything this year that uh, you have to be very wary of them. I know that they could uh, inflict serious damage on you, but sure, that's why you play Championship hurling too when you, you you want to get the opportunity and you want to prove yourself in
0: these days, you know. And Cairman, to win any Championship, you have to play the best at some stage. And look at, we are playing probably one of the best teams in it tomorrow, you know, to win you have to beat them at some stage and why not why not why not why not be tomorrow big time
4: like josephs are probably favorites for the championship and they're, they're favorites for a reason you know they have the talent they have the ability and they have the squad and and, and everything but like if you are going to be playing a team like that maybe the quarter final of a championship is a good place to be playing them you know now, i hope they won't be uh i hope they, there won't be too many of them listening to me uh today <laughs> now saying that but they might
2: be busy preparing
4: we're, we're looking forward to it you know
2: and came uh, um i suppose Joseph's strong, strong club and a strong team, with a great history, etc., etc. But there's also a bit of pressure on them because they have been sort of in the favourites grouping now for this Intermediate championship for a, a couple of years, right? And uh, you know they, they have failed uh, uh, at a later stage of the championship, so there's probably more pressure on them. And as, as you said, but I probably sometimes there's more there's great tension in the first, second round of a group that you don't lose a game and maybe lose a chance of qualifying. So when you're in the quarterfinal, I said, let's fly and tear into it and um, as as as, as said all the time, you can give it a lash. And, you know, you have the talent to win the game if certain things went your way, I'm sure.
4: Oh, yeah, well, we we have to feel that anyway, you know. Um, like, I suppose we did put a bit of pressure on ourselves in the second game of the Intermediate Championship this year against Ruane. And in fairness at times, I thought we kind of, we probably showed them a bit too much respect. Um... We made mistakes in it and we made mistakes on the sideline too, I'd like to I'd like to add. But, um, you know, I suppose just Joseph's, um, is there pressure on them? Sure, look, I suppose there's always going to be internal pressure on any team, but mm-hmm. uh, like we really can't take any cognizance of what pressure is on them. We have to try and build ourselves up and, and put ourselves in the best frame and the best opportunity to do what we can do, you know?
2: A lot of your team, Leo, was kind of it from me the last day against Rouen, how, how young the team is, genuinely, you know, it's so many young players and uh, such a low average of the t- age of the team. So, in a way, young lads don't have the same fears, maybe as fellas who've, you know, maybe struggled for years and years and years and losing quarter, final and semi-final stage. So, these young fellas, um, I'm sure they go out and express themselves and do be like proud and they're well capable of performing to a very high level.
4: Oh, yeah, no, uh, in fairness, no. The amount of work that's gone into underage in Badike, especially over the last 15-20 years, you know, an awful lot of good players have come through and everything else. And we're just very lucky with, with with especially the last couple of years out of minor and under twenty-one and stuff like that, that that we we've had a couple of them that came on on a block as well, which has really helped the the panel and the mm. panel grow, you know. Um we had good success there with say underage with the under fourteen winning the under fourteen A and being very competitive in under 16a and uh, minor a our minor a as well and we ended up winning a minor b with our with our neighbors there um the mills That's as well and, you know progressively we're getting better which kind of and in fairness fed into our junior a championship winning team there a couple of years ago and uh, i suppose now with the younger players coming along they're generally the backbone of the team. And, like when you're talking about the backbone of your team having an average age of maybe twenty two years of
0: age, it's it's, it's That's unusual but it's good place Great in a way, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose it came when you hit the nail in the head there you no know, Patrick Fitz is what's he, 25, 26. being the oldest you know, being the oldest man the old man of the team. Yeah. No, everyone you think of him, he seems to be around a long time, but still he's still only only a young man, you know, with plenty with plenty of holding ahead. A leader, we'll need more, you know, big performances out of him. But Ike is a team in transition, you know, at this moment in time with a lot of the younger players. A lot of their players coming in for their first experience last year, so maybe all in their second second year. And as Pat says, they will, you know, they'll only learn from all this. And it can only be good for Bereich at the end of the day, it came in.
4: Oh yeah. And look, in fairness this is our second quarter final of a of an intermediate championship with with, with a very young team. You know, the the future is bright for these lads and I hope that uh, that they're going to be there for years to come like when you talk about paddy Fitz, there being the elder statesman i think i mean paddy's 26 years of age this year and sure the next man down is aina and uh like we have seven or eight of the starting team are within the first or second year out of minor so it's it's trying to trying to blend that you know our, like getting back to the question there like you know these boys a lot of them don't have any Im- inhibitions like you know and whichever way you look at it you can say they're inexperienced or you could say they have no fears so definitely I'm of I'm of the belief in the second camp that uh, they're at an age now where they should be able to go out and just express themselves like you know if it's good enough well and good if it's not there'll be no harm done because these are good lads and they'll be
0: there yeah. for a while to yeah. come You know. and I suppose Kevin going through the campaign obviously against the market the first day they mixed the good either. there was no in between with them they say they're very good or, or, or they're not so good you know got over the market the second day, much the same again went, played great whole of times and then went into lull. And the last day then started off started off the other way around, went into lull, but then when they woke up, they put away the game, you know, they put it away very, very quick. You know. It's a typical side with young lads, you just don't you're just not sure what's what way what way it's going to happen.
4: Yeah, uh, definitely. Well now, in fairness, I think the three games we started badly. Well, started slowly anyway, you know. And why that is, no, I haven't quite put my finger on the pulse, but uh, I have twenty-four hours to get a to get a <laughs> crack at it, you know. But
0: we need to watch. You said pulse. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, oh,
4: don't mention more. But uh, yeah, look, it's something we have to work on. But as you said, we we've played some great hurling, some some really fabulous hurling there at times this year, you know, and mixed it with with a couple of silly mistakes. You no, know, we could talk about about any of the three games where we've made mistakes that probably it was our own mistakes as opposed to being put under too much pressure as well, like you know. But um especially in I don't know, there are times in, in the championship where especially when you're playing second teams, different people would expect you to put away second teams, but you have to do the work first before you can do that, you know?
2: Yeah. And I suppose one of the negatives slightly for um a young team like that is time of the year coming into October now and the weather has deteriorated recently we spoke about that in previous interviews and I suppose as you say you can only control the control came in and you're absolutely right there but uh, look it is a little bit of a, a question mark for guys to play if, if, if things are very heavy and skiddy uh, You against a more experienced team it can be a difficulty then again I suppose it's, it's a challenge that they just have to get over and younglers like that as you say, without the fear should get over but it is probably a worry
4: uh, yeah probably yeah it's a, it's a worry well, you know, concern at least it's, yeah. a, it's yeah. concern it's probably yeah. a better word like you know at the end of the day the weather's going to be the same for both teams and uh, uh, being so young we mightn't be as physically developed as as Bearfield are they're going to be big strong athletic yeah. we know that but the one thing about if you're a good hurler in the wet you're a good hurler you know and good like, we'll be putting that on our lads like you know that we, we, we back them we hope they have the hurling and like you know well we know they have the hurling and it's just to back themselves in the day to get it out, you know. Yeah.
0: And, Cameron, with the match being on in Sixpelt Bridge, you know, big field, right? Mm. How lot the players are willing really to move. You know, they're all the players. It will probably suit them, you know, better down in the wide open, you know, to maybe open up, try and open up St Joseph's and, you know, take it away from the real big physical challenges.
4: Yeah, I suppose
0: if we use it properly,
4: definitely, you know, and like that's what we'll be, be trying to do. We'll be trying to use the spaces, we'll be trying to create space and. And, uh, and use the, the bigger pitches. Like, you know, uh, I, I love getting my teams, or, or even when I was playing, I know it never suited me you know. but the bigger the pitch and the bigger the occasion, the better, you know. The likes of the park, the likes of, uh, of uh, Parky Granny there, uh, you know, you, you really want to prove yourselves in the big pitch, you know, and uh, our lads are going to look forward to it. And hopefully the things we've worked on will will we'll come out on the day and if it doesn't you know
0: so be it so be it how are the panel came and have you a full panel available injuries or I I know there's you know different work commitments and have been, have been caught up with that from time to time have you a full panel to pick from
4: yeah uh, in fairness like poor Jack Minogue has been a huge loss to us this year um, yeah. Jack uh, got an injury at the start of the year and you know he's a, he's a massive loss for our panel and team and, and stuff and like a uh, fine flake and Horler we could really do it as well and Ian Murray is going to be missing as well like Ian has work commitments and he's another talented player that uh, you know he could walk onto a lot of uh, senior inter-county teams in the, in the county or senior club teams in the county so he's he's going to be a loss carrying a couple of injuries but you know hopefully they mightn't be too bad like you know Paddy Fitz is, is carrying a big injury there as well so hopefully he'll be able to talk for us on Sunday, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, smaller clubs, rural clubs, you know, missing anybody is, is a big blow. And, and, and Jack Benogue, I, I would agree with you to my mind as, as a, a budding young player there. He was one of the guys that's looking out for to have a savage future, and, and I'm sure he still will. So, okay, man, uh, you know, it's tough to be missing a couple, of lesb- as I said, the smaller clubs like ourselves and, and yourselves. But having said that, your numbers have, you know, increased a lot in recent years with the great development work. And I suppose it's going to great for any club supporters and the club overall to see young lads coming to fruition like that and if you're missing a couple you still have less to fill in and give up the best for Budike
4: yeah it's brilliant you know Um, like unfortunately you know it was devastating the last, the last day there. We lost one of our junior C panel to, to the intermediate <laughs> cards. Uh, so thanks
2: for <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, uh, by,
4: by all accounts, there's no one going to be Kilina this year. The junior C. <laughs> but, uh, Are you might have
0: a word or two to say about that yourself, Kevin. <laughs> I, uh,
4: well, no. Listen, Cheryl's uh, young, I'm still not the oldest on the team, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, no. Look, it's brilliant. Uh, I have to be honest. Uh, I don't remember the last time the had Twenty Four and Five at training sessions. You know, all right. In fairness, you now, the last week or two, that's that's dwindled a small bit because we have a lot of young fellows just gone to college. You know, being yeah. having such a young panel, you you lose a lot of lads. We'd we'll say to Galway and Cork and uh, and Dublin, like you know, you're midweek. But we'll regroup. We'll get them back for the weekend, and you know, we'll 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 get try and get them right then for Sunday, yeah. You know and gauging
0: by, gauging by your interview, look at, you know that you're relishing you're and champing at the beat uh, to get at Joseph's, and look at, as you say, get the performance and the result will take care of itself.
4: Ah oh yeah, yeah, exactly, you know, and uh, like these are things that you know you should never be worried about or anything, Like these are things you should embrace and look forward to, You know, and if it doesn't work out for you in the day, so be it, but at least put yourself in the frame to, to give it a go, you know. Yeah.
0: Cain and Tracy, very good for you to come in and talk to us here on Scarif Bakerings Radio. We wish you the rest of the management and all the players the very best of luck in that game again at St. Joseph tomorrow. And as we said to him and Katie, we hope that the victory is coming back towards Take East Clare. Cayman and Tracy, thanks a minute. Thanks best of luck, and on. And once again, thanks to Cain and Tracy for coming in and taking the time to talk to us here on Scarif Bakerings Radio. Pat, we've got the views of Tulla. We've got the views of Dyke. Also, there's the small matter of a game uh, t- uh, tomorrow... Killaloo and Tupper, you, you have seen Tupper playing in in the flesh. Um, Killaloo, you know, got over Tuller the last day. Killaloo, Smith O'Brien's to give them their proper title in the semi-final last year. In the semi-final for a number of years, they'll be hoping, obviously, to go more than a step further. However, first of all, they have to get over this challenge to Tupper, Pat.
2: Yeah, uh, and it's, uh, it's fascinating I suppose, now that we've reached the quarter-final stage and we're here... You know, finding it hard to call, and that's great because it means you know that it's a wide open championship. Uh, you can make a case for Smith O'Brien's, you can make a case for Tober, um, and it's it's fascinating. Uh, Tober were not impressive against us in the first round. We were our we were thrilled to beat them, obviously having had a lot of losses in recent years in our opening games, but it was under pressure, our old lifted the game, and Tober didn't impress me very much at all. Having said that, um, some of their older players were still playing very well. Uh, and Ronan Monaghan and, and Ronan Monaghan And the two um uh The two yeah, nice. The two areas yeah, nice. Is right yeah and, and one or two more are Going well But um, Then Second day Tubber Did the business And uh, we flopped So I'd say The real Tubber Is the team that Because of their experience You know For so long of being an intermediate team Against the odds You know They will gradually improve And dig out results And I think They'll be very hard to beat And I'd say I think Smith-O'Brien should be favourites, and I think it's a slight band the skin for them because Topper seem to have this way of getting to intermediate finals or semi-finals at least. And, you know, proving that they are still a really great club, fantastic, fantastic pride in that club, and when they put on the jersey there, you know, they will fight the, t- the death for the, for, for the results and uh, very hard to beat. But uh, I suppose on all-known on all form, uh, I would imagine Smith-O'Brien should be slight favourites, and I suppose you give them a slight tip uh, to win it, Brendan won't be happy to hear me tipping Smith O'Brien's. He'd, he'd reckon I'm a very d- bad tipster, but you know, all jokes aside, it's making us a very, very good match indeed. Um, Smith O'Brien's, I suppose, are soon going to have to, make, have to make the breakthrough as well, Leo. You know, the so long he can be knocking on the door last year, so unlucky, brilliant performances, uh, but you know, the time is coming for them now to stand up, maybe, and just. Make, make, make the case of themselves to, to become intermediate champions, champions, and I think they will take that step tomorrow. But I think you know, Tubber are a dangerous team, and the Smith Ryan's aren't the third best one minute.
0: Yeah, and I suppose, uh, Pat Smith Bryans changed their management again this year. You know, they've gone back to the management of two years ago, Tony Gleason, who was in charge the day they played Bradford, and that was probably another game that they could have probably left behind as well in the semi final. You know, but uh, Killaloo, Lesher, in the quarter final. Looky to get over Colour on the day that we all talk about that decision that went went way and you have to have the of look yeah. you know what I mean but it can become a bad habit Pat you know getting beat uh, you know it can stick in, it, it is, could be more of a mental challenge maybe at this stage or kill Lou yeah. even though it's Tubber uh, of course uh, Tubber invariably get better as they go on even though they're without Pat Connor and, and Young O'Grady who are tremendous losses you know but it's a Contrast in sides, Pat, didn't the
2: contrast in sides and contrast and maybe hurling backgrounds as well. You know, Tober, as I said, had been you know a lot of those players had been playing senior for so long and remained senior for so long until eventually they came down and uh, again finding a struggle to get back. But Smith O'Brien's, as you say, and as we, as came and we hinted that we came in there. You know, the intermediates and and even Kelly's with the a very very hard championship to clear to win. And Smith O'Brien's are in that road have been, you know too good to be sort of outside of the top four intermediaries, but not good enough to take that final step yet anyway. Uh, you need a bit of luck. I suppose they had it once last year, but not the second day. Um, but I think hearing Brendan talking about them there, and he'd be very close to the action down there in, in previous pro- programmes, sports and programmes, I think there are, there's a the feeling there's something stirring there that's pretty positive. and And uh, I think they're a balanced team as... as um, Amy Kelly I think Amy Kelly said it, they're, they're kind of balanced team as well they're they haven't any. They're not depending on 4 or 5 strong lads yeah. and maybe 5 or 6 weak lads at the end just being carried I think they're is even so uh, from that point of view and as you go later into the year you don't want teams that will be making mistakes you want your free taker going well your goalie going and well and in fact to have a good free taker in Tommy Redden Tommy Redden is, 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 is a fine free taker quest, no question about it uh, presumably Mihal Ryan is back again uh, is very important to them um, but look at it's coming to the stage where, like, like St. Joseph's, expected to win. Tulla obviously, kind of expectancy to come up there uh, and do the business. Smith & are in that bracket as well. And I think, you know, and th- they have decent numbers down there, in fairness. Uh, so, Smith & Ryans, I think, a little bit of pressure on them as well. But um, I think, you know, the time has come for them to stand up. And I think this might be the day to and at least, you know, reach up, the semi-final. On, on get to out the semifinal. That's, that's the only step they can take this week into the semi-final. I think they'll just about take it.
0: Pat the other quarterf- last quarter final is an interesting one. Korafin and Owen Corfin and Owen joined together at as underage. So I tell you one thing, familiarity will could could We've end up bring breeding contempt here. <laughs> they will know more than a thing or two about one another and you know Korafin defeated Owen quite convincingly in the league which sets it up lovely for Rowan going into this one.
2: Very fascinating battle, uh, as you said. You know, it's very tricky for the players to know how to react, having played together at maybe minor 11 and, and, and under that for the last, oh, whatever, six or seven or eight years they're at it. So, and not a lot of these players will know each other inside out. Um, Rowan, maybe no, on nobody's minds at the beginning of, of our, our preview there a few weeks ago of the intermediate. I think they were never mentioned. Uh, they came along and uh have been doing well, had a good week against yourselves. And I mean I think to beat beat but that, that but like, team is a good a very good achievement to sign Ruan a good side. Korafin, um again we're well on people's lips, you know, in our in our in our preview and I think some people mentioned them as possible winners or maybe a press there, yeah. thereabouts. Yeah. So it's a fascinating battle, fascinating contest. I suppose on paper Kor are still favourites, but you know in the back of my mind you know, Rwanda's so well coached with the likes of several lines and those there you know uh, maybe this is uh, I, I just have a funny feeling that maybe Rwanda's a bit more in them and maybe Corafin have a lot of playing to meet football as well that maybe Corafin might just find this a bit too tricky it's possible I,
0: I think it's possible
2: for Rwanda to win this one and they might sneak it
0: Yeah and I suppose looking at, at both sides uh, Pet, Young Punch Shane Punch you know would have been central to a lot of the success a- along with the kels, I suppose for yeah. you know for quinine, but punch, I suppose, was the difference really between. But I can remember that day and. Can he make up the difference between himself and Corrifen Pet? Yeah, that's the that's a big question. Young Punch
2: has a lot on his shoulders, but he's 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 he broad shoulders and he's a he's a very effective guy. He's a big, strong guy. He's athletic, of course, as you'd expect, being a son of John Punch's and he can obviously hurl as well. So he has he has an awful lot going for him as as Jane punch. And uh, again, conditions are not deteriorating. So you know the Cahals are small, lively, smallish, lively lads who love top of the ground, and maybe that that ground isn't as isn't as as, as, as accommodating for fast young you know light players uh, skillful players you know conditions are a bit tougher this weekend there's a lot of rain coming and going so um, you know it's just a, you know I'm not based there because I haven't I've only, I haven't only have seen uh, Corofine this year we saw them last year alright close up I uh, haven't seen Rwanda once and just in, for no logical reason I have a funny feeling you know how would it play on, on the Corofine lads mind as well that they've played together I know it'll be on Ruanda equally but just it's kind of a game though, That if there's ever going to be uh, A turn up. A, a turn up Yeah where you think that maybe they expect The expected team doesn't do it I have a funny feeling Rouen could be the surprise team Of the weekend Which would be
0: a mild surprise So you've gone for Rouen, maybe with a, To cause a shock in that one Yeah Named yeah. the other three semi-finalists In the You're Killaloo Or, 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 Killaloo or Are you saying Killaloo? Oh sorry um, I'm saying
2: Tuller and the bridge is very hard to call. I'm going to call that in favour of Tuller anyway. Um, who else is. Josephs and Budike. Josephs and Bud-Ike. The heart would say Budike. I think they may have to wait another year with that young team to come up. I think Josephs, particularly again in poorish conditions, there'd be wind and rain, uh, that would I think favour, tend to favour all
0: the big field might favour them. But I'll reluctantly give that to Josephs. So your four semi-finalists are Rowan, Tuller, St. Joseph's and Smith O'Brien's. So yeah, they'll be the four I'd be going for you. Rowan, Pat. Let's see how I even get through yeah, I mean, no, no. we will we, 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 <laughs> we, we'll that, watch that prediction mm. with Relish over the weekend. Pet there's always a the small matter of two um, senior games. And a senior game with an awful lot to play for is Klanler and Kilmele. Whoever wins this one goes into the quarterfinal of the Championship.
2: Yeah, and... We, uh, you know, we're not going to bore our listeners by talking about Clendaniel being the the great kind of enigma wrapped up in a what's the word wrapped up in a, in a in a in a mystery or whatever it is, yeah, dilemma or whatever. are. But uh they are a team that isn't hasn't performed, you know, the whole isn't as good as the individuals are. However, they might be getting it together this year. Kilmealey, I haven't seen this year. It's hard to judge. We keep saying they're kind of a nice play team to play the ball around. A great pace and a great speed and and, and, a, and lovely touch and all that. Uh, you know, I think Clonara maybe at some stage we have to shake themselves together and say, "Look, what, we either shape up or shape out." And I think they probably will we'll do the business. I will give it to Clonara I think, based on the fact that their need is nearly greater, I think at this stage to produce
0: something. And of course, they got to be to look to Leicester against get the ball. So very much so. You know, it's funny how small things seasons can turn. But absolutely, and get the ball. I put it up to them seriously, and they
2: they were uh, Clonara were almost gone. And sometimes maybe that's the kick they needed. Now they know that, you know, we were almost gone again and people would be slacking us off big time. Maybe they'll just grab the bull by the horns and
0: and, and just get over Kilmele. Finally, Pat, uh, the last holding game between Crawford and Crushing, and, you know, to all intents and purposes, this is a game to stay out of relegation. Absolutely. Krashe and obviously have been dogged and 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 and, and you know since
2: they won their couple of championships there in the in the in the back and around two thousand and whatever it was ten or eleven or whatever it was back around two thousand eight or nine. They're long those years. I can't remember anyway. Um, and they're a bit of a popular team because you know smallish club before never give in, always very hard to defeat, fight like tigers for, for everything, and uh, you know they were very much admired for what they achieved. But I think in this in this situation, I think Bradford, you know, would have the the neutrals support and I, I, I would think Bradford deserve a break you know they've had a you know off the field this year with you know the, the tragic death of, of Niall uh, and, and and injuries as well you know all those things combined I think Bradford need a break need a bit of luck and wouldn't it be a great boost to that club and to the people in Bradford just to get this win and I think you know with the hurling they've played in the last few years between intermediate and senior you know very lucky against the bridge you know in the senior I mean played very great hurling I believe so um I'd love to see, the heart says Broadford, the head might say, Christine, but I have a funny feeling, again, Broadford, it wouldn't be shocked shock for Bradford to beat Christine in this at all, uh, I just hope weather conditions, allow them to play, the kind of game they can play, and uh, I think Bradford would deserve a break, uh, I, I'd love, for Broadford people in general, and, I know all involved there to get this victory I think I think to be good great a, bit yeah, of good boost, a little bit of a boost for them
0: yeah, yeah they're a proud they're a proud a proud, yeah. a proud club and have played a bit, the year they've had played yeah. well against Bellier played well against Absolutely. Uh, two of the top teams and going to be there or thereabouts and you know maybe hopefully they'll get one more hour out of it and, and you know I know they've injury problems down there as, as Denny documented in, in, in previous in, in interviews and you know they're down to the bones down there but look when, when the need is greatest um, you know hopefully that they'll, they'll rise rise. it. Yeah. Rise to the challenge, we wish them and, well. and, and, and we wish them, we wish them <coughs> the very best, as mm. we do all the teams for the weekend in both hurling and, and camogie. You know, it's great entertainment uh, from from all, and we look forward to another weekend of same. Leo, if I may, I say to you, you weren't, you told me you weren't glued to the Ryder Cup last weekend. Uh, for the men
2: who who normally would be uh, up until all hours, uh, uh, maybe having a beer at home watching this, uh, what what turned you off this time?
0: I suppose the fact that they were getting beaten pet and, <laughs> and beaten from a, an early stage. Are, you, are you saying you're you're <laughs> fair with the supporter? <laughs> <laughs> and No, beaten from a, a, an early stage out on on Friday morning. Look at as in our preview uh, last week, and you know I, I think Brendan Brendan said there'd be a four point margin in it. Even though I think he 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 said He's that, being generous. Uh, to there, he was yeah. been he would said he was being generous. Mm. Look at, when you've all the, the players that America have in, uh, where they're ranked, and you had all the rankings there last week, where they are, you know, you were, you were going out hoping, you know, out there, no supporters, you know. Today we have been whistling stress down in Wisconsin at a course that they wouldn't have played on uh, too often, you know, and I suppose... Of course, but no roof, hardly. Yeah, no so roof, but hard big, keep, big, it, so big, big keep it to big You know, hmm. but I suppose, like, it suited the likes of Bryson DeChambeau and look at what an entertainer he was over, over, over the weekend Do you know brilliant like Europe for Antipas Rem and Garcia kept the you know kept the ship from sinking early on the first two days and I suppose Harry Her- Carrington you know obviously he had three picks but he was the team was picked with one hand behind his back with the you know with the way the, the, the qualifying thing worked and that Yeah. now he had to, he gave Shane Lowry the pick Lowry didn't, didn't, let, didn't let Europe down Nope. You know, he was brilliant television on and, and, and Saturday <laughs> night and, and, and celebrated with gusto. Unfortunately, he didn't come out with didn't the same, up, the same yeah. fire on, on, on Sunday in the singles. And, you know, but realistically, whatever hope, America doused that fire fairly quick on Sunday in the singles and, and put away the European challenge, you know, quite quickly. And again, Stricker... Quite men didn't seem to, he man. Just, they just let the players uh, do, do their stuff and, 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 and that you know and all his combinations worked everything he turned to worked and some of the golf that was played all the weekend like Scotty Scott Shiffler what a player yes. a game a weekend yeah. of golf Moricao
2: was a brilliant player I mean almost uh, almost
0: under, hardly mentioned anywhere but he's a major champion he is Pat. He's, absolutely, a, he's a yeah. major major yeah. winner you know yeah. and look at, you have Mickelson and them and, and, and the backroom team there and that uh, vice captains you know it it just... Plus, very hard to pass The fact that they've been humiliated for the last few times
2: over in the wrong round. That was never going to happen again with this super team they have. And they're all very young, a lot of them. So, uh, a team going to win a couple more Ryder Cups before before a uh, before day or maybe?
0: Yeah, to, could you be, you, you, I suppose it could be written in the stairs maybe that the next time Europe are going to win it, we'll be in a, in a day. But I tell you, to be a different battle when it comes to, to Paris uh, next year, yeah. you know... The European tour, will will have a look at the qualifying system, and, and 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 you know, I would imagine the captain have more picks. Like really, in my mind, how you could leave a player like Justin Rose out of your first twelve? is is just beyond me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but then we happen to off at that level. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that was it. But look, yeah. credit to the Americans. They were the team that that pulled it out, and and they, to be fair, they played the best golf and the best. The, like the best team always wins, and they were the best team by far.
2: And a lovely crowd as the mortals.
0: Oh, we don't, we don't, <laughs> Thanks for that, Pat. And that concludes our sports show here today on Scarif Baker News Radio in association with Derek Credit union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the TuneIn app. My thanks, as always, to co-presenter Pat McNamara. Thanks to our guests, uh, Trish O'Grady, Eamon Kelly and Caman Tracy. And thanks for you for tuning in at home. We hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward, and I hope you all look forward to all our games at the weekend here. And as I said, we wish everyone the very best of luck. So all the remains is from me, Leo dial Until we meet again, it's Benak Day, August Laun.